welcome everyone into this week's episode. Wanted to talk about it and give some advice, counsel, I guess, whatever you want to call it, for our marriage people out there, our married people, everyone dealing with issues in marriage. And we know that everyone has issues in marriage, so it's not a it's not a secret, something that we all have to to deal with. Specifically, though, um, about being a good listener. It's one of the hardest things to do. Listen when somebody is talking. You guys out there. It's hard. It's hard sometimes. And even for the women, it's hard because we feel like they're not listening to us. They're not doing what we ask of them or... We're always told by our wife, you don't listen to me. You're not listening to what I'm saying. So it's a constant gripe between men and women that we all have. Why does that happen, though? Why does that happen? Because we can be a good listener. We can uh, improve the listening quality inside of all of us. And if we can do that, then we can probably avoid a lot of conflicts within that. So we have to kind of break it down. Why are these things happening? Why do we need to understand why we might miss some important details in what our spouse is saying, even though you think that you are listening? So why does it happen? Well, there's a few different things. We could be or probably are distracted when our spouse brings us an issue or a problem that they want to talk about. Maybe the TV's on too loud, music's on too loud. Maybe you just came home from work. Uh, you're tired. Maybe you're distracted. Maybe your spouse talking starts talking to you about uh, some expecting visitors that she's planning to have over. He's planning to have over tonight. You just not okay? Did you really understand what that person said? Probably not. So distractions, being tired, or both. Maybe the kids are there. Yelling, bothering, playing, whatever the case is. So if we can minimize some distractions. And if our spouse tries to throw something at us as soon as we walk in the door. We just need to say, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a minute. Give me 20 minutes, whatever it can be. Let me just decompress. And we'll talk about it in a few minutes. See that right there can help us that right there will help you because then when you come back to talk and say okay yeah what did you want to talk about it's probably not a big deal anymore and two you have the full attention so don't ever try not to ever talk especially about things that are important when we're tired or when we're distracted because that is going to have some that's going to get that's going to have some bad consequences for us the other thing why it happens why we feel like the other person is not listening What do we always do? We assume. (laughs) We assume we make assumptions. Some people call this a damaging form of mind reading. We assume that there's uh, something in there, a hidden message behind our spouse's words, when in fact, we might just be reading too much into the situation. Some might say, you know, you spent a lot of extra time at work this week. And we might look at that as a criticism. We might just blurt back. I got to work extra hours because you're you're spending all the money. 
And then your spouse comes back and says, I wasn't blaming you. I was just saying, you know, maybe the original intention was to get away from work and have a nice relaxing weekend. Assuming gets us in so much trouble. So we don't want to assume as much, if at all possible. So try to leave the assumptions. Ask questions. If our spouse says, hey, you've been spending a lot of time at work this week. Just be calm and relaxed. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's been pretty busy. I uh, could sure use a break. Why do you say that? Why do you mention that? Ask questions. Then we're not assuming. And, we, we, and if then she says, well, or he says, well, blah, 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 and comes at us with, with something, then we can deal with that when it happens. But if probably half of our arguments uh, start or are um, fueled by some of our assumptions. So let's try all of us to not make uh, as many assumptions as we possibly can. Another problem, especially men, what we have to do is we look for prop for solutions to problems automatically. And a lot of times these things happen prematurely. Sometimes your wife might say, I just want to express how I feel. But then as a husband, he wants to tell you how to fix it. And what does a wife want? She doesn't want to tell you how to fix it. She just wants you to listen. So not always looking for a solution to a problem, but just hearing the problem a lot of times results in a fixing of the problem. If we just hear what the other person is it uh, is trying to say. But how can we become a better listener? Because these are all, all problems to our uh, to our not listening. So what can we do to be a better listener? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go to scriptures. James chapter 1 verse 19. James 1 19. This is taken from the American Standard Version. It says, Yea, know this, my beloved brethren. So basically, uh, know this, my beloved brother. But let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Man, swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. All of us need that. If they have your spouse has something important to say, but you're not ready to listen, right? Not at that moment. Maybe your mind is on some other things for right now. Don't pretend to listen. Be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to listen. So put aside what you can, what, whatever you're doing, if it can be put aside. If not, ask your spouse to just give you a couple of minutes while you finish this. That way you can listen. We can listen. We can listen, be slow to speak. That's another that goes back to what we were just talking about earlier, being uh, making assumptions or looking for solutions to the problem prematurely. So be swift to hear, slow to speak, because a lot of times those things, when we're not slow to speak or swift to hear, they invoke our anger. That's why it says be slow to wrath. Another thing what we can do to help out with our listening issues, agree to speak one at a time. 
a lot of times when emotions are high and we're talking about a problem or something comes up, an issue is there. We want to have our turn. We want to speak. And so what happens is the husband or the wife or, or however your relationship is, however your relationship is, you might want to speak. And so you say this or you say that and the person interrupts you and that causes more friction and more problems. So agree to speak one at a time. Another uh, verse that we can look at, Bible verse that we can look at to keep our our mind right in regards to that time. This is, uh, let's read this one from the Byington version of the Bible. It says for, in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 13, for one who answers before he hears the upshot is irrelevance and humiliation. For one who answers before he hears, the upshot is irrelevance and humiliation. So we don't want to speak or we do want to speak. I take that back. We want to speak after we hear the facts. Because like it says, it can be humiliation or irrelevance, basically meaning that it could be uh, foolishness on our part. If we just try to get our turn to speak, trying to interrupt just to just to say something, just to disagree or just so we can get a word in. That's not going to help the situation. Agree to speak one at a time before if emotions are rising, say, okay, look, can we just speak one at a time? I'll let you finish, and then when you're done, then I'll say what I have to say. And if both parties can agree to that, then we, we've won. Another thing we can do to help our listening, we have to ask questions. We have to ask questions. And, and fellas, guess what? Your wife's your wife will love when you ask questions when you don't understand something. It'll make you able it'll make you better to be able to understand what your mate is saying. Ask questions. Ask questions. You don't understand? Ask questions. Plus it shows that you're interested in what the other person is saying. And and it, again, it leads us back to what we talked about earlier, not making assumptions. If we ask questions and we really find out what the problem is, what the issue is about, we don't make assumptions. That's a good point. Another thing to help us to be good listeners, listen for the message, not just the words. Now, body language is the top most spoken language in the world body language that could be the way our um physical body is standing how our shoulders are what our arms are looking like are they crossed or are they down are they relaxed all that's body language and all that is telling us something eye movement what are our eyes doing are we engaged are we locked in are they rolling (laughs) are they looking around and then our tone of voice the tone of voice is part of our body language. What does our tone of voice say? See, somebody might say the words, that's fine. But they don't mean that's fine. What does that mean? See, our, if our tone of voice is 
and our body language and everything is, is intact and is, is um, in a good place, we might say the words, that's fine. And that could mean that's fine. But then we know if the eyes are rolling and if the tone of voice has a slight pitch to it, say, that's fine. Ah, that means something different. So listen for the message and not just the words. Sometimes we have to be language detectives sometimes. But if we can listen for the message and not the words, it'll help us to stop or to keep on debating what was said and focus on what was what was meant. Or we might be end up debating over what was said instead of focusing on what was meant. Another way to be a good listener is to keep listening. <laughs> In order to listen, you have to keep listening. You can't just listen for two minutes and say, that was it. You have to keep listening. Keep listening. Uh, there's a Bible principle that can help us out with that from the scriptures again. Uh, that's gonna, we're going to stay there in Proverbs chapter 18. Look at verse 15. Uh, let's take this one from the American Standard. It's pretty easy to read and understand. He, Proverbs eighteen fifteen. it says, The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. What does that mean? Well, the heart of the person that's understanding really acquires knowledge. And what can we do with knowledge? Well, we can do anything with knowledge. This is the ear of the wise seeks to find the knowledge. So it takes maturity in order to do that. It takes our heart, it takes our ear. We have to be keen listeners as to what exactly is being said. One more to help us be good listeners. Actually be interested in what your mate is saying. Yeah. And that's not just a technique. That's just really an act of love. And if you love the person, you're going to be interested in what you're saying. Even if you you don't, aren't really interested in what they're saying, make yourself, force yourself to be interested in what was what they're saying. Because the more that we do that, the easier it'll be. It's kind of just like training ourselves. Be sincerely interested in what they're saying. If someone has genuine interest in what you're saying, listening becomes less forced and more natural. And that's what we, we want to do. We want to we want it to be less forced and more natural. So be sincerely interested in what your your mate is saying. So again, be swift about hearing, slow about speaking. Uh, don't jump to conclusions. Don't make ex assumptions. Try not to talk when you're distracted, tired, or even both of those. Keep listening. Keep listening to each other because that will help us continue to push forward in our relationship. That'll help us to be the good person that we want to be. And we can use that in all aspects in our life, not just in our in our marriage. We can just use it with, with friendships. If you have a friend or, or you know somebody who's a great listener, we want to talk to that person. We want to be near that person. We want to have conversations with that individual. Why? Because we know that that person is truly interested in what we're saying. They're easier to be around. They don't make our life a living hell. They actually listen. They ask questions. Be that person. Be that person, all of us. That's something that we can work on this week as we go about our daily lives.